I think I'm good. My are comfortable, though. Y'all can hear me, right? Yeah. Can we? <laughs> Why you mad? I got it this week. All right, that. Episode ahead, 44, part of my bullshit podcast. This is none other than Geechee Luciano. To my right, I got... Brio. In front of me, I got... The truth. Welcome back, guys. building. We're here for another episode, man. Up, I know man? you usually hear the truth do the intro, but hey. I decided to take over this week. You know what I mean? Rock with me tonight. What is that? The Freddie Jackson, man. We talking about the king of R&B. Oh, okay. I was rocking with that shit all week, man. You had to revisit your R&B last week? Look, listen. My man come on the track to talk about, hey, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of the king of R&B debate, all right. So we didn't really do a good job last week, right? All right. We just talked about like who we think overall is. But I think the debate was over the last like 10 and 20 years, who's okay. the king of R&B. So I got to revisit that. Last 10, for me, I got to go with Chris Brown. Yeah. Last 20, I'll go R. Kelly. Okay. Yeah. I can't debate that. The only other person I would slide in there may be Usher, but... Oh, damn. Why well, I forget about Usher, bro? But Usher, Usher's fall-off has been crazy. I mean, he had like two, three good albums. Classics. Yeah. Well, he had that two classics, and then... Professionals, 8701. Yeah. yeah. And then he kind of just fizzled out. Mm. Went the pop route. You can't really... Oh, I don't fuck with it. I hate you. What up, though? What y'all been up to this week? I've been out and about, you know me, in the streets networking and doing my thing i was a uh, funny story i was at amsterdam lounge on thursday um had a long week at work so i was like yo let me pop up after class pop through you know uh chief charges game was on so i was i just would slid through there to watch that shit before i went home chilling in that joint you know amsterdam go up on thursdays mm-hmm. so I, I went in that joint dolo like you know it's whatever i'm always out dolo for real for real and um Started some conversation with a couple of people there, and I ran into this chick. I was rapping to her, and she was telling me about like how she listened to podcasts and stuff like that. And uh, so, you know, I got to talking to her in this, that, and the third. And she was like, "Yo, you should listen to this podcast. Like, I just started listening to it. It's kind of dope. You know, it's it's really cool. Um, it's funny, and this, that, and the third. Pause for dramatic effect. <laughs> so I was like, "Yeah, yeah. What was it called or whatever?" And she she. Um, you know, show me her phone, and it was it was our podcast, That's part crazy. of my bullshit. And I started laughing, and I was like, "Oh, for real? Like, what you think about?" It? She was like, "Yeah, I, I just started listening to it, but I've listened to like three episodes already." Mm-hmm. And um, and I was like, "Well, you know, I'm one of the hosts, right?" <laughs> and of course, when you say that, she, you know, nah, like you ain't one of the hosts, mm-hmm. whatever. And I was like, "Nah, for real, like I'm the truth." You ain't show your feet. <laughs> I didn't even think about that, dog. That would have oh been. Oh my god! <laughs> Yo, you... I'm just happy that I didn't have to do it this time. Mm. <laughs> it's, always, it's always me. Yeah, that's funny. I didn't even think about that, but nah, yeah, nah. It, it was just, it was one of those moments, and it always the well, That's the second time it's happened in I Amsterdam. It, it's happened some uh, some other places too, but it's just, it's always, uh, I guess, fulfilling for me to know, you know, people actually listen and then people actually enjoy it. Yeah. So. That was that was the highlight of my week. Other than that, shout out to her. Whatever. Yeah, yeah shout out to her. It um, sounds to me that you need to continue to go to Ar- Amsterdam because that's where your fans are. No bullshit. Yo, <laughs> Amsterdam <laughs> is lit. That's like the third story you did. One person lit. heard you say that, and now they all be like, "I know, I need to see this feet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go to Amsterdam and see if I can see this feet. Point them out. Right? <laughs> I'm here to see these feet." <laughs> Y'all crazy. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. But y'all, what y'all been up to? Go ahead, Brio. 
Well, you you got a glass full of wine over there. Yeah, I'm probably not even going to drink it all either. That's why oh, you I pass it over here. Oh, all right. <laughs> Hold me down. So, um, yeah, I don't I don't even I feel like all the the last few weeks of the year for me just all seem the same. Mm. Like go to work 3 days a week cuz I I work from home on Monday and Wednesday on Monday and Friday. So like every week just seemed like it's the same. Like I just every weekend I'm doing something different to like kind of get more organized from, you know, moving or whatever. So I don't know. It just seems like the last month is always like a blur because I'm not, I don't really care about um, like Christmas and stuff. So it's like, to I know the you, world. You be buying gift cards for people for presents. I don't buy anything. Oh, like I don't have, um, I don't have any decorations up or like, I don't listen to Christmas music or anything like that. Like to me in my world, it's just, I, it's, I don't know. It's just like the season, but in the real world, everybody is celebrating Christmas. Like, you know, everybody is out. And so like, if I'm just going to the market or if I want to run in Target, it's like, damn, do I want to go to Target right now? Because it is Christmas, Mm. I think. It's like Christmas season. You know what I mean? So it's like, for me, it's more so an inconvenience and less of like this big joyous time of like celebrating, spending money. So... I don't know. I've just been kind of like, but that I think that also co- that also might come from like the season, the seasonal, it's seasonal something disorders. Season, but basically the seasonal, seasonal depression. depression. Yeah, yeah, but the like the acronym for it is sad. But I okay. think I I and I do get it around Thanksgiving. But fortunately, this time it came like later on in the year. Mm-hmm. But it's just like my last few weeks are like a blur so i don't even know what i've been up to for (laughs) true now does it i know it bugs me when i feel like my days are the same like if my monday is the same as my tuesday yeah does it get get to you or um not in not over a short view but like over a long time Mm -hmm. like like years i think like i think it hits you like after like a year that when you look back and be like, yo. Damn, I haven't made any progress. Yeah, or yeah. something like that. And then that's when it starts to bother you. Or like, I call it like, um, well, basically like senioritis. When you feel like your your time doing a certain task or a certain job or whatever is coming to an end. And it's like, it's like when you're in high school or when you're in college or whatever, you know your time is literally four years. So, like, when you're a senior, it's like, oh, my God, bro. Like, I just got to. Same thing with, like, when you got to go to the bathroom. When you got to pee bad as shit and, like, you in your car, it's like you doing a really good job of holding it. But it's like when you get in through the door, you it's like the pee yourself. is coming down fast. Like, <laughs> then when you getting up to the, like, when you got to run upstairs, it's like, oh, my God, oh, my God. But then when you yep. get into the toilet... And then I, that's like, that's literally what, what like the year is to me. It's like, mm. I'm like, like when, monot- the when, the, when monotony comes to like, mm-hmm. to a head to me, it's like, I'm looking back and I'm like, oh yeah, I'm coming to an end. So I kind of be wanting to get out of certain shit before I hate it. Mm-hmm. Cause you know, you know what I mean? Cause monotony, I hate monotony. And so like, I try to avoid having like a certain routine if I can, Same. you know, to kind of get out of it. Cause I mean, the truth of the matter is certain things that has to be monotonous. Like, you have to get up and go to work every day. But it's, like, I be trying to do certain things to make you can still, you something can still different make different, about right? my day. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's good. 
That's good. Man, that was a lot of shit right there. I feel like <laughs> I took my mental notes. It's like that's why I couldn't like, be yeah. here last week because I was I was like I nah I'm like my mind is like going everywhere right now. You know it's funny when uh when I um you're fucking up already. <laughs> we good over here. We good over here. <laughs> um, I had hit. I had Brio. I was like yo. Well, actually in the group chat, we yeah. like yo. What time you want to record it? I remember you had hit us like I ain't gonna lie to you. I don't. I'm not in the space to do it yet. And I remember I went on your Instagram, like Instagram stories, and you had something, you were like sipping some tea and it had some caption to it. I was like, okay, yeah, it's one of those days where Yeah, it's it was like, like it was like mood all Sunday or mm-hmm. mood all day emotionally or some emotion. Yeah. And I and I get it. You know what I mean? Like, especially this time of the year, bro, like it's all gloomy out. It's this type of shit affects me. It's yeah. gloomy. It's rainy. It's like, man, I don't feel like doing anything. I don't feel like being any around anybody. I don't feel like seeing anybody. Um, but like with certain things, like I love doing, like this podcast. Like I love doing yeah. it. So this breaks up that day. Like I look forward to doing this. I just came back from doing uh, Mind Over Matter. Um, shout out to King um, King Naj. He invited me to a show, and um, you know, last night I I didn't know how I would feel in the morning. Cause it was raining so hard. Right. I was like, I don't feel like moving. But I woke up like energized. Like, oh shit, I'm about to go do do the do the show. I was excited about it. We yeah. had a really dope conversation, and that energy is like coming over to here. Yeah, you know what I mean. Well, that's good because I need it. Because <laughs> yeah. I dragged my feet all day, and then like it was like I I had to do stuff all weekend. Like I did hair Friday. I did hair yesterday. I see and somebody here you did. That don't look good. Thank you. Somebody was a, it was like you did a weave? Yeah, yeah yesterday. Yeah. Was it a full install? Well, actually, I had created I had made her a U part, which to break it down to y'all is basically like a pre-weave. Like, so I basically it's like a pre-weave where like I make the weave mm-hmm. and then it's like a unit to where she can Instead of it being individually like sewn on her head mm-hmm. or on her on her um, hair or whatever, um, it comes off of like a cap. So I I, uh, okay, I, okay. I made it on the cap gotcha. and then sewed the cap on her on her hair or whatever. So it's a weave, a weave wig kind yeah, of yeah exactly put, okay, that she gotcha. can just but it's not like she can just put it on and be like I'm put, out here today. She can't put on the bed like post. it has to be yeah. sewn like her hair her hair still has to be braided and Damn. stuff every single time she gotcha. gets it done that, it's just that's some hybrid shit yeah I mean it's been around for a while but <laughs> um so yeah that was because her birthday is on Tuesday so shout out to her and I and that was actually what I was about to say that like I had stuff to do every every day this weekend so I haven't had a day to like chill whatever right. so today I was definitely like dragging because um I had went to my best friend's um holiday party last night and that was fun I'm glad I did that but um well, I peeped that too so today the girl who weave I did yesterday, she was having her birthday brunch at two, right? And I didn't want to have to tell y'all, like I didn't want to have to not be able to come because I damn sure knew that I wasn't going to feel like it after work. So I was like, I was kind of talking to myself and I was like, I I know there's going to be a way that I can do the podcast instead of having, instead of having to be in like, um, I got to go to brunch or whatever. But I was like, I also don't want to go to brunch, but I don't want to tell her that I don't want to go to mm. brunch because she was really excited about me coming to brunch. So I'm like, shit, I know it's going to be a way that I can like do what I need to do and not, and everybody just be fine. Yo, why I woke up this morning and she texted me at like eight something and was like, yeah, so brunch is canceled today. Wow. And I was like, my nigga. <laughs> I was like, when you just think things into existence, Sometimes. yo, that shit happens for you. Thanks. Like it really, and I was like, 
Because at no time did I ever tell y'all about this brunch. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, I never told her I had to record. Like, yeah. so nobody knew that I had a conflicted day, a conflicted day or whatever. So I was like, I, I rolled back over and I was like. <laughs> <laughs> Big snuggle. That's funny. Nah, sometimes it's like that. Like, I know I've had days where I, I'm just not feeling it. And we we do this sometimes. And it, it just changes. It changes my mood. Like. I always tell, I tell both y'all all the time, I hate recording during the week. Like, <laughs> when, when we have to record, like, on a Monday, Tuesday night, I, that, like, yeah, I ain't gonna lie to you, that shit too. blows me. Especially Tuesday. Oh, my God. Because then it's, because I'm up to, like, 3, 4 o'clock yeah. in the morning the next day. And then you hit me in and I'll be like, uh, I, I gotta do the tags in the yeah. morning and all that shit. Yeah. I, I really hate it. But I have noticed the last couple times that we've had to record during the week, even though I hated coming over here to do it. And I know y'all hated it too. Mm -hmm. We've had good good shows. Yeah, you know, it, it felt good recording it, even though I'm tired as hell and energy might be a little bit low. Like we still pull some great conversations out mm -hmm. of there. Then I also think that it's more real because it's like not saying that the weekends isn't real, but it's like the weekday. It's like we're fresh off of adulting. It's like we've yeah. been at work and you all get day. Those raw emotions. Yes, and, all that, and yeah. it's like it's so pure. Mm. It's like it's half the time. A lot of times we don't come in and kind of like think about topics or or you know remember what happened over the week to recap because it's like Facts. we got some shit to talk about that happened today yeah mm -hmm. you know what i mean so it's like i think it's way more i don't know if i want to say mature but it's like it's definitely a way more like raw aspect to it it's like yo we here like we made it yeah. <laughs> as opposed to like on the weekends it's yeah. like oh good morning y'all like <laughs> our only um you know our only cover our only like downside be like why you got us here all early? Like, that's what we, that's what we complaining right. about as opposed to like, let me tell y'all what this nigga said to me at work right. today, you know? Because you have time to think about everything, mm -hmm. you know, compared to straight coming from yeah. work and being like, It's, it's having a fresh conversation yeah. versus having like a conversation after a long yeah. ass day. Yeah. That's true. No, I've been going through that some too, just being busy, like day after day after day after day, having something. And I think I was reminded, uh, people always say woke, right? I, I think I was awakened yesterday, um, just having a conversation with one, one of my mans. And then I realized by him telling me that he needs to wake up and he wants to start doing stuff. I'm like, shit, I've been chilling. Like I, I've been doing stuff, but like the the entire weekend I was just kind of like all right let me sit here on the couch and chill and then I realized I was like well I could do this or I can get my ass up and go to the gym so it's important to like which always, one did you do I I um I got up and went to the gym I commend you because this is the time of the year for me when I have those that those mm -hmm. kind of debates with myself this is what I mean by like the seasonal depression. Because when I have those debates with myself, you know, any kind of any other time, mm -hmm. it'd be more easier for me to get up and do what I know I should be doing. Yeah. Whereas during the end of the year, when I have those debates with myself, the latter, the the lazy shit wins yeah. every time. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it that should be it'd be sucking because it's like you be in the midst of chilling mm -hmm. and be feeling bad about it. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I know I should be, but like still don't be wanting to get up. So one of the things I've started doing and I probably been doing this for the past five weeks because I was finding myself struggling staying focused like studying and stuff I started writing down like my vocabulary like mm -hmm. the words that I consistently use or I hear myself consistently use every day um and it's 
it's been eye opening because the first couple of weeks when I was actually struggling, it was a lot of like negative words that I I heard myself continually mm-hmm. using like can't or um, won't or I will be doing this and stuff like that. And then over time. You know, um, just working through it and trying to stay focused and having people encourage me and stuff, words start to come out like authentic or encouraging. Or did um, your therapist have you doing this? No, no, oh, she didn't. Because I was about to say this sounds real therapy or it, like coachy. It was, it was, it was when I told her because I had one of my sessions recently, and I, I, um, you know, we have these conversations, and it was, it was great because my the same conversation I was having with her I realized I was using those words and it was it was mind opening for me because I was sitting there talking to her and she was like you know she actually keeps a journal as well and it's something that she reverts back to when uh she needs that motivation and 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 just I guess that deciding factor because I always I I call it like tiebreakers when you know you're naturally going to go through feelings and and that's what you can't stray away from I think we was talking about like being natural a couple of episodes back you you have to understand that emotions and feelings and stuff are natural you're going to feel lazy you're going to feel um sad you're going to feel happy but the important thing is is your response to all of that and and i'll like the push a t you know um how how when kanye was like yo how do you respond or how would you respond Mm -hmm. on this song that that keeps replaying in my head because like how would you respond right do do you respond in a way that is positive for you that keeps you moving forward or do you respond in a way that keeps you in your same place right now like we had a great example of that would you say for days like we could have very easily been mad and and let that negative emotion or that emotion become negative by just saying all right fuck it let's refund everybody let's let's just cancel the whole shit and that would have been negative on our brain but it was just like nah like <laughs> we're having this like it's it's going to happen and then you know we got the good remarks from the view uh from the venue and different things like that so it's it's all for me now focusing on not whether or not it's going to be done it's like all right i know certain things are going to happen how do i respond because that's what i control you know i don't i i I naturally can't control like my emotions Mm -hmm. you know because you're going to feel that but you can control your response yeah Yeah. exactly so well hold on before we get any further um so originally when we came in here we had a a fucking iphone notes full of topics (laughs) but we tried to scratch all of that just in pre-production we decided that we wanted to talk about all the things that we experience right now at right. the end of the year and uh shout out to brio because she was the one that kind of pulled that uh idea out of everything that we was talking about shout so. out to her camo shirt right now though that joint <laughs> fly man oh thank you it's actually from the men's section of h&m oh for real mm-hmm. oh, I, I love to, shopping in the men's section i might have myself. to slide through there oh it's kind of old do, though do you steal hoodies from your boyfriend I that's I don't steal, but like, <laughs> yeah, I definitely wear his clothes okay. all of the time. But you, do you give his hoodies back after you use them? Or? I hang them back up in the closet. Okay. Right, <laughs> that, I, um, one thing I was talking about before we got in here, I was saying that at the end of the year, I always find myself playing back my year and looking at all the things that I should have done, and it, it to me. It's easy to get depressed or just feel down and out. Mm-hmm. When you look at all the shit that you didn't 
check off your your list at the end of the year. You know what I mean? Like I know these these tons of things that I wish I wouldn't see say tons of things, but there's several things that I wish that I would have done this year that I did not do, right? Mm. And I always find myself trying to catch up and do that. Like now nah, I told you I've been going to boxing. I've been doing that shit consistently. Yeah. Like, I'm actually pretty proud of myself. But it's just something that I wish I would have started like in January mm. or February. You know what I mean? Now like I feel like I'm trying to overcompensate and like every time or every evening that I have free to go, I go. Mm. And I didn't go, I didn't go, uh, I think last week I missed like two classes just because life, like I just been busy as hell yeah. with working organizations and stuff like that. But now I'm like, damn, like I'm finding a good rhythm, but I'm not even happy with the rhythm because I'm like, I wish I would have found this rhythm in January or these things in the podcast. Like I wish, like there was so many guests and people that reached out to us early in the year. I'm like, mm-hmm. damn, it's December now. Yeah. And I ain't never double back with about three, four of them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just always finding myself saying, why didn't you do this? Like, you had 10 months. You had 11 months. Why are you thinking about this shit now? What happened back then? So, it, I think that's natural. Um, and for me, I, I I get stuck in that same place a lot. Like, even from week to week, I'll be thinking back, like, yo, I could have done this better. Or I could have said something on a podcast. I could have brought this up. Or, you know, I could have studied a little bit longer and this, that, and the third. But how I spend it now versus how I used to spend it. Cause if you get stuck in that situation, you'll always, you won't be able to move forward because you'll always be holding yourself down mm-hmm. and your confidence and your belief in self. How I spend it now is that's just still areas for me to grow. Like you still need that ambition. That's like you checking yourself saying, all right, I've done stuff and I believe that I can do more. I know that I'm capable of more. And that's great because now like you're, once you identify that you're capable of more, you're gonna you're gonna achieve more. If if you ever get caught in a situation where you don't feel pressured, then you 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 probably shouldn't be in that situation. Because mm. I know how you respond to things, and it's like if if it's easy, yeah, it's it probably not gonna get you anywhere. Right. You're like we're the type where you have to go into the situations where people can't give you advice and figure it the fuck out because those are the most rewarding situations. Mm -hmm. So that's how I try to spin it. So it's funny that you say that because everything that he said was literally 100% on target. (laughs) Oh, thank thank you. (laughs) So for the first time, I think in history, (laughs) I agree 100% with with everything that you said because to be honest, that's the the difference. That's the biggest difference between a coach and a therapist is that a therapist can give you advice and will give you advice and solicit advice and stuff like that. But as a coach, we kind of coach your, we coach the problems. Mm-hmm. We coach the solutions to your problems out of you. So we don't give you the solutions to your problems or advice, but we help you figure it out because you're more, you're more enthused about carrying through with the solutions that you just came up with as opposed to me telling you what to, what to do. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, so when you think about, you know, when you think about the things that you would have, should have, or could have did differently throughout your year, you should all, you should counter every should have with, um, I will and every could have with, um, I can and every would have with, I, I will or whatever. Right. I actually literally just made that up right now on the, on the spot, <laughs> okay. but oh, like, you, you dope as shit. <laughs> But when you think of because when you think about when you think about or if you believe if you believe in, you know, things happen or don't happen for a reason. Right. I like to think of think of it like if you did have a certain get like guests that you were supposed to have on the show, you know, months ago, if you had them on the show and you you but you didn't de- develop a certain 
level of skill to have, you know, certain people on the show until later on in the year, you could have blew that whole, you know, interview yeah. way back when it happened. You know what I mean? And and it's like 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 he said, this is a learning this is these are learning experiences because now you kinda you you kinda know how to approach that person. You know how to go back to that person. You're more confident in your talent now, you're more confident in what you have to produce or what you have to give to, you know, listeners now. So you know that, like, it could be something where, like, you had that person on the show and and the show went well, but you're looking back like, damn, I wish I would have had them on the show now, now that I know how to navigate certain topics or now that I know how to ask certain questions or something like that. You know what I mean? So everything, like he said, is a learning experience. And it's like, it's like, you also look back at, while you do think about the things that you would have, could have, should have did, you look back at the things that you did do, and it's like, it's like, damn, I did, at the end of the day, I did have a whole lot on my plate. Mm-hmm. So while I, I do feel a little fucked up about the fact that I didn't accomplish certain things, at least I did get through, like, all of these things that I did accomplish, because mm-hmm. I know you accomplished, like, a lot of great things, you know what I mean? And then sometimes it, sometimes it does take for outside people to just praise you and then you literally have to learn how to sit with it and understand every compliment that somebody gave yeah. you and that, and i and i tough. learned that with that's my tough. with my with my understanding of what it means to be vulnerable mm-hmm. like it's not just about releasing emotions it's learning how to accept them and embrace them because let's face it we don't really know how to accept compliments you know oh. I, I always say that i'm like yo i hate compliments because even when somebody compliment y'all give you that little weird ass like smile yeah because like, uh, you don't know how to accept it yeah. but it you know where it starts it starts with complimenting yourself because mm-hmm. oh. how often do you compliment yourself yeah. how often do you how often do you accomplish a task at work and be like yo i body that <laughs> shit you know what i mean that, how email, often, that email was fire right <laughs> I wrote the shit. Out of my nigga, when I tell you my resignation, my resignation letter is fucking fire. You be like, yo, who is this author ass bitch, and how can I? <laughs> yo, you got you got to sell that on Google. My nigga, that's real. That's real. That's it's real. But that's it's so like real. to be like honestly speaking, how often do you look at yourself in the mirror without a haircut? And be like, my you, nigga, you look good today. You know, you know what I, I mean? I feel like That's people real. only compliment. Well, I know for me, and I, I, I want to extrapolate this and and extend it to a, a lot of other people as well. And, you know, as you're listening to this, feel free to comment back and correct me if I'm wrong. But I feel like we only compliment ourselves based on the validation from others. Mm. So, like, when you, when I post a picture on Instagram mm-hmm. and, like, the amount of likes that I get, then I'll be like, yeah, I look, I look good. You know what's so funny about that? Yeah. I ne- I don't know if you if you go on my page right now I can tell you for a fact it's three selfies over the course of like the however long I had Instagram mm-hmm. I hate posting selfies mm-hmm. I hate them I hate and I I don't know what it well it's it's a lot of things about them and it has nothing to do with any of my my insecurities because mm-hmm. I I know that even if I don't feel like I'm pretty I know I can find a way to take a pretty picture and mm-hmm. get that validation you know what I mean yeah. and I think that that's the part that I hate the most I don't want that yeah. you know what I mean like it's like it's false to it's you. so false Damn. like and 
because authenticity and honesty are are my um Look two at you using my buzzwords. Yeah, but yeah. we call those value words. <laughs> <laughs> but and I didn't I didn't know what my value what my values were um in the sense of like having a word for them. I didn't know them until I started the coaching process though. But and I realized that it was honesty and authenticity and gen- and genuineness so or whatever. Wait, but can I stop you real quick? How did you come up with those value words? I had to sit with myself. Like I I, I was asked what are what are your core values and then you know you're shown like a lot of words and a lot of the words just didn't resonate with me where like if you're asked genuine um just in general somebody will be like family god you know stuff like that but those are the general answers and so when i when i really sat with myself it made more sense Mm -hmm. so like god is not the top value for me that's not to say that i don't believe but it's just not a core value that i live by every single day you know what i mean my core value is authenticity and i feel like i get that through god you know what i mean so it's like i don't have to I don't have to not be a Bible toter and be like, oh yes, God is my number mm-hmm. one. And I that's no shade to anybody who who's, who who values mm-hmm. God yeah. as being their no, number one. It's just that when I when I sat with myself and I learned myself and I had to really figure out what it was that I wanted to present because I feel like my values is, are something that I want to present to the world every day as as who I am it's as a person. Yeah, yeah, and for that. It is my top one is authenticity. Every day I want to give off that I am being a hundred percent myself every single time that you see me. Yeah. And I and I take pride in that. And then second to that is honesty. Like, don't ask me a question, honestly, if you don't. And that's not me saying like, you know, I'm I'm cutthroat or because that's not the truth either. I've also had to learn how to pause and I had to learn how to respond. I had to learn how to respond as opposed to react so that I can yeah, be authentic just, and I can yeah. be honest, you know what I mean, without necessarily having to hurt anybody's feelings because honesty is not about hurting somebody's feelings. Yeah. It's about speaking your truth, you know what I mean? So it's like I want to present myself every day to be 100% who I think I am and who I want to be and who I know I am or whatever, right? So that's how I got to like, you know, my top being and not and me looking at all these words on the paper and be like, no, I don't resonate with that. I don't resonate with that. That's not my number one. No, oh, y'all didn't drop so much gems. I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know where to start at because, <laughs> like, my mind is, is just racing now. All right, the first thing we're going back to talking about compliments. I'm 30. It took me 30 years to learn how to take a compliment, bro. Yeah. And I, I noticed that the more and more we put ourselves out there, whether it's through the podcast, whether it's through the events that we do. People come back to us and they always have something positive to say. Mm-hmm. The younger me would have just been like, all right, that's that's what's up. But the more and more people go out of their way, because people go out of their way. Absolutely. When somebody goes out of their way to tell you, yo, I had a great time, or they go out of their way to find your number through somebody. Like random people text me, like my man's man's text me. Mm-hmm. He had my number at all, but he went through my man to get my number to hit me like, bro, I had a good time. Like stuff like that. That that means a absolute lot to me because you didn't have to do that. Right. We walk around. All those messages on the ig and all that yeah shit that i don't even see like you yeah. be like yo check the, and i'd be like yo that's crazy like people are really going out of i one of my homegirls from from college and we went to high school together as well but we got more more cooler in college and i haven't seen her since i graduated in 2010 i think i might have seen her like at homecoming a couple times but we don't keep up like that mm-hmm. she hit me on a dm and she was like hey are y'all doing anything for, y'all are y'all or is your podcast throwing an event for, for new, new year's, year's? yeah 
Because that was somewhere that and, she would want to be. And that was the, that was the second or third person that has asked us, are we having an event for New Year's? That, to me, that's mind-blowing because, mm-hmm. number one, I didn't think you was checking for me. Right. I, the only thing I can do is promote myself. So yeah. either you're going to get annoyed with it or you're going to like it. So that's why <laughs> yeah. I'm, 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 especially when we have an event coming up, I'm constantly throwing shit on the timeline, throwing shit on my uh, IG right. stories. I don't even look to see who watches because I don't give a fuck, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to be honest with you. I don't yeah. care. I don't let the numbers like mess with you me. Can't, you, you know can't, that. I just yeah, you can't. throw you just it out to the go. world and either you're going to like it or you're not. Yeah. But to have somebody that I don't keep in contact with, like to go out of their way to message me to say, hey, I've seen what y'all have done but in the past and it looks like a good time. Are y'all doing something for New Year's? Even though we aren't doing something for New Year's, I was like, man, that feels really good just to have her come ask me. Because there's tons of promoters, there's tons of people that do events that you could have hit up, but you mm-hmm. came to me. You know what I mean? Like when when people hit me up and like, yo, this this particular segment on the podcast I liked, I'm like, okay, well that wasn't at the beginning of the end. I don't even remember this shit half the time. And I'm and I'll go through the I'll try to re-listen. I'm like, damn, this is at like 43 minutes. You gave me 43 minutes yeah, of your time. Yeah. 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 You didn't have to. It's yeah. hard, but that that's like I wish people understood how hard it is. Like this is easy to to sit here and talk to you guys because it's like we're we're just in a room having a conversation. But it's so hard to go back and listen to yourself for multiple reasons. One could be like on some um, surface shit, like I just hate the way I sound. But it's also like me sitting back and listening to myself be so vulnerable is even harder than me being vulnerable right now. Because it's like, right now, I just feel like I am just talking to y'all three. But me going back and listening to it, and then when people hit you and remind you that they listen to you being being vulnerable, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That shit ain't easy. It's not easy for me to be in a party for... Like, me being that do say for days. <laughs> and I called you to the front. And I know that shit. <laughs> Nigga. I know that shit blew I, I saw your face, but I said, I'm going to do it anyway. She coming to the front. I know. You. Me I know. being that do say for days is like 100% vulnerability. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know why? Know. It's because the people that are hosting this know me personally. So they're going to approach me and they're going to, um, they're going to, you know, they're going to expect me to be on a personal level because they know me personally. Yeah. In a room full of people that I have no idea who they are. But they know But you. these people listen to me every yeah. week. Yeah. Do you know how uncomfortable that shit they, is? Yeah, I had, people, and it's I had like, people asking me, where's Brio? What yes, does she look that like? Shit. And yeah. it's like, yeah. it's like, if I can get into a room and I was going to apologize, but I was like, no. I can't apologize for being so myself. No, yeah. no, so nah, Just nah. to anybody who like, Wish they, you know, had a moment or whatever. Because it's like, it's like, I have to warm up to like some, first of all, I don't know anybody in the room except for the people that I know, (laughs) right? And so so then it's like, (laughs) then it's like, but like, I feel like everybody at least knows something about me if they've listened, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like, it's almost like, when you announce that I'm there, it's like, oh shit! Now everybody knows <laughs> yeah, it's me. You can't hide. You know, the and then it's right, like, right, and it's right. like I'm still in the phase of warming up. Yes, yeah, yep. And and now, but I'm just thrown into like the oh shit! Now everybody knows it's me. Yeah. I can't like yeah, I can't even get myself together. Like yeah. I feel like it's I like it's, not a, that, it's, a, it's like and, 100 plus. People and really, in the room, it's like but... nope. It could have been an instance where nobody gave a fuck that I, that it was me right there, right? Mm-hmm. Like nobody even even saw me or whatever. But it's like. Me just having that, like, I needed that that time to, like, kind of, you know, take my coat off or whatever. And it's like, but once you get thrown out there, it's like you out there and it's like, oh, shit. Like, no, this is happening. And then it's like you keep trying to remove yourself from being uncomfortable. You keep trying to make it, like, not be uncomfortable. But it's like it's getting worse the more you're trying to battle with 
the comfort and it's like yeah no you, you I, definitely have to take that it definitely takes a lot of time yes because I, I even for me i consistently think about like literally every day how people listen to me and what they know about me what they think about me even to my friends because for me like I, I live with you know three other guys so they listen to my podcast they know my life uh, they, yeah. they know my it, past yo. right and I'm sitting there and and they're listening to it's my podcast so weird. and they're asking questions yeah. and, oh and different things God, like that. It's so weird. And I've had I've had several examples of uh, I, when I when I went to Duce Palooza, mm-hmm. one of my friends from high uh, from yeah high school I ran into him and I, I could barely hear him, but he was like, "Yo, I'm li- I, I've been listening to your podcast like it's really good." And uh, at a certain point, like I stopped listening to him. I was hearing him, but I stopped listening to him because I was like, oh shit, like, what did he hear? What did he hear? What does he think about me? Because, like, you, mm-hmm. you know me, you know what I mean? And then now I'm giving you more of me. Yeah, like, it's, and, it's, but it's, and it's still at the end of the day, little pieces. Like, yep. this shit is low key like Instagram, right? Yeah. Because it's like, I'm taught, we're talking, we're giving you things that we want you to hear or yeah. that. I mean, most of the, this is way more raw and way more organic than Instagram because Instagram you you can take your time and you can really manipulate and and put out what you Facts. really want people to put out. But like when you're having a conversation, you can stop yourself from saying so many things so many times, mm-hmm. right? So it's like while we try to edit ourselves or while we try to be, you know, as not you know, we try not to give as much as like we are giving a lot, yeah, and then yeah. for people to come to you and and. A real like approach you on like a personal level, you do think back like, oh shit, what did I say? Right. Or like, I wonder if my, I wonder how my words can be misconstrued. Like, I hope people, like, they have no idea how many times like I was like, oh, edit that out because, yeah. and and, yeah. and for real, for real, that nigga don't edit nothing <laughs> out, nothing. I be like, oh, and nope. I be and I be listening back like, oh, I hope people don't take it, but they, but you have to just kind of yeah. sit with it and take it at face value. But people ask you that question, what made people ask me that question all the time? Yo, what made you say that, or what? How did you get here? What what experience did you go through to to even think about that? And to be honest, I, I posted like a while ago on IG. I was like, yeah, I need to open up more. Mm. Not because I want to open up more of the people, just for me and being authentic and being honest. I I need to give off the best product to people. You know, if I'm talking about being original, being authentic, being the truth, I need I need for you to live my truth. I, I was at Grist and Biscuits, same thing. My man came up to me, yo, I listened to your podcast, like, you know, this, that, and the third. And I'm like, shit, I, I, I need to continue to be real because it's not a weakness anymore. It's, it, it, no matter what you think about me, no matter what you know about me, it's not a weakness. It's, it's never that. That is it right there. Yeah. Me being myself is what's going to propel me to wherever the hell I'm going. Facts. I, I listen to podcasts. I've been listening to podcasts for years. I'm Whatever, YouTube channels, all that shit. And I can tell when a nigga in front of me bullshit me. Mm-hmm. I can tell. We talking to person. I can tell, right? Listening back, having these conversations <laughs> with y'all, this is 100% organic, 100% real. People fuck with us because of that. And it's something that took me a while to accept. Like I remember when we first started the show, Rachel always used to say, "Man, you got y'all got to do more. Y'all got to open up more. Y'all got to yeah, start yeah. talking about your personal life." Y'all more. need to connect so, more. With she, remember, she always used to say, it. "Yeah." She had to say that in a very, very, very long time because we're we're there, we're doing it. It's very easy to get on a show every week to talk about what society is is giving you, the, right? The con- consistent topics. Hey, it, this, that, and the third. It, that's easy. 
But what's hard is like digging deep and actually like finding a way to connect with people. And it, and I'm actually enjoying that now, right? There was a girl at, at Duce for Days. She came up to me. She was like, yeah. Um, she was like, I, I listen to your podcast all the time. I was like, I literally told her, I said, yo, who the hell are you? <laughs> she was like, she was just like, she was talking to me like she knew me. Yeah. She was like, yeah, I talk, listen to your podcast. I was like, who the hell are you? And she was like, I follow you on Instagram. And she showed me. And I was oh, I follow you back. Damn. And we just chopped it up real quick about like, you know, some of the stories that I shared and like some of her favorite moments and stuff like that. And that made my night. I didn't, like, that night, I, I said it last week, like, I didn't have the most fun last week because I was just so fucking busy, so hectic. Yeah. But that moment right there. Yeah, you had to clean, keep erasing the walls. And I had to clean up the walls <laughs> they, they, all was, they was twerking. Yeah. They, was, they was out there. But that moment right there made my, made one of, like, that was part of making my night. Just her, not knowing her, we've been following each other on Instagram this whole time. Man, she listened. I thought she was just a random girl that yeah. just followed me on Instagram, but her telling me that she she follows and she listens and she was able to tell me some of her moments like that excites me. You know me, but I don't know you. Yeah, but yeah, it's- that's the only thing. I just I'm I'm a little disappointed in my in myself that I wasn't able to like have those kind of conversations. But like I it, said, it's your I, first one I, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it, it's a, it, we're, that was a vent number four. four. Yo, I, it, I I learned a lot from Duce for days. Bro, like this, this last whole year, one. this whole year, yeah. it was just it was just so much because we 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 started this in twenty seven the end of twenty seventeen, right? Mm-hmm. But the way that we've been running, we we didn't find ourselves really till the top of twenty eighteen when it was just me and oh, you. Oh wait, the old and just, I'm talking about just this, oh, this whole oh, yeah, the whole yeah. movement. We didn't really find ourselves till earlier this year when it was just me and you holding it down and Brio would come on and then we might have Aisha on like we didn't really get into like the bag that we're in now and find that rhythm until when, I, until after Charlotte probably so Char- Charlotte and Atlanta like, probably so yeah cause, cause at that point I knew for me like this is this is why I fuck with Geechee for me I know how much you want it mm. like I, I I can no even if you get on my nerves sometimes <laughs> No, no. Seriously, even if you ever <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. get on my nerves, like yeah. your intention is to move forward. Mm-hmm. Like it's never to to move back. Mm-hmm. Like yo, prime example. Do say for days. I was running around, stressed, panicking. You know, nervous. Like just trying to get everything done. Um, um, and you know, one of my friends, I, she, she, I was, I was trying to get her drinks. And, and get her, her and her friends situated. Yeah. I made one drink and gave it to her, and if I forgot to give her other two drinks, I ran over to Geechee. Geechee was like, "Yo, just send them to me. I'll get them the drinks." And he kept telling me, "Get like, yo, get on the microphone." And I'm running around doing shit, and I'm like, "Yo, like, shit has to get done." He's like, "Yo, get on the microphone." I'm thinking back now, and I'm like, "Yo, the only reason why I was doing that is because when I got on the microphone, those first fucking two minutes, I ain't know what the fuck to say. I was on that joint like, oh yeah, uh, you know, DJ Donny B, <laughs> this, that, and the third. And then I, those are the moments I live for, right? Because that, the, <laughs> um, my friend Sukari, shout out Sukari, young. I love shout her, Sukari, yo, always. So I think it, it, it might have been the day before that she sent me a text message saying. Um, she sent me a fucking diamond, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? And um, she was like, in order to to become a diamond, you got to go through the fire and shit. She was like, pressure makes diamonds. Mm-hmm. That shit, I kept thinking about that shit like the entire weekend. And that moment, you know, grabbing the mic and not and freezing up. And then I saw like a group of my friends, they was laughing at me like, oh, this shit, they was hyping me. Oh, this nigga got the mic and shit. Then after that, everything was lit. I had my man Josh there. He was turning up like, and then- 
I had people coming up to me after that, like, yo, like you did great on the mic, like yada yada talking to me and this, that, and the third. Like, hey, you know, if I have an event, would you host it and stuff like that? And then now I'm like, yo, if y'all need an event host, yo, let me know. <laughs> <hit> your boy. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, cause I, I need more of, of those experiences. Yeah. It's, it was so uncomfortable. But this nigga was like, yo, go do it. Like, just just go do it. Like, I don't give a fuck if you fail. Like, That's you need it because you'll get there. Like, you know when you tell a, you could tell a nigga avoiding doing something? <laughs> it was one of them. And I kept, he was like, I'm making it. I said, yo, I'm back here. Just Rachel's back here. Yeah. Just send him my way. Like who? I don't give a fuck who it is. Tell him go look for the nigga in the camo jacket. <laughs> he got you. He'll skip the whole line. Like because I know he wanted to do something, and I could tell. Like I knew you was nervous about doing it, but we were talking about it for so long. It's like I just want to see my man just do it. And even if you fail, just fucking do it because yeah. it feels better the next time. Like so, when I call Brio to the front, I could tell. I know she didn't want to come, <laughs> but I do know that once you do it the one time. You could do it again. You be, and everything becomes human. Every, it, it becomes it, natural. Because yeah. see, my my battle is like I don't know if that if I want shit like that to be natural for me though. Like, cause I don't I just mm. genuinely don't like attention. Yeah. I and it, and I and I I don't want to be somebody that that is so natural to me now that I'm now an attention seeker. You know now, what I now mean? Now you're an IG model. Yeah, uh, IG, like now I know. literally have booking info in my body. So, <laughs> we don't, so, so we don't, no, we don't need that. Brio, Brio, Brio at Gmail. But at the same time, I also like, I struggle really hard with being candid and being private, which is why I don't, I record all the time, but I also don't put it out because it's like, I love the mystery that I that I have to me. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I love like I think the people love it too. I love just like having my own shit to myself, which is and I know for a fact I could never be famous. I would never want to be famous. So I better with that. It's like I I would never I don't I low key wouldn't wouldn't even want my YouTube shit to get, you know, super big or whatever because it's like I wouldn't want that kind of attention. Damn, I definitely like, gave I, you a shout out on the, the last podcast I just did. Uh, I told well, them niggas find your vlog. I told them if they need a life coach, hit me. I'll connect them with you. Facts. Well, that's I mean that's a part of kind of growing oh, too because that, right, right. that shit is that shit that be stuff that I need to hold me accountable because if I don't have that accountability, then I really won't ever push shit out. Yo, I had this guy text me. I hadn't talked to him in months, like months. I had him text me randomly. Like one day during the week, and it was like eleven something at night, so I didn't open it until the next morning. And I was like, I was thinking he probably was just sending me some dumb shit because normally if he do hit me, it's like a a dumb like something silly. But when I when I I was like, oh shit, he did text me. What I wonder what he want. I opened the text. He was like, um, when are we getting another blog post? Mm. I was like, what the fuck? Mm, I didn't even know this nigga even read any of my blogs. You know what I mean? And I mind you, I only have out like three, I think. He was like, he was like, I've been waiting, like we need it. And I was like, yo, that's crazy. But that'd be like the kind of accountability that I need. Cause I can only hold myself accountable, but so much if I know that if I secretly know my own success and I secretly know my own failures, then it, it won't matter, you know, who I'm letting down or who I'm disappointing. Cause really I'm only disappointing myself. But for other people to be looking forward to yes. my shit, I'd be like, oh shit. And that's the challenge to ever putting something out to the world mm-hmm. right you you don't you don't necessarily want the the attention for it. you just want to do it just to do it for yourself yeah but then you you're, you know <laughs> yeah, right you yeah, just want to no, do it true. but then you're going to have people judge then, you for it then it catches on and i was like okay now i have to do it for them yeah 
Well, well, you you don't have to do it for you them. You do it but, for yourself. But, you do it for but, yourself, but I'm but, saying, but they depend. They want right, that fix. Right, they right. want that fix. So from it, you. it's it's real easy to allow that attention to then change up how. And we see it a lot with, with, with episodes. I mean, with shows and different shows. What like, I'm doing with it is yeah. like making it work for me. So like for every time you say like, oh shit, I just shouted you out, or like for every time that I do get a random DM or a random text message, like. I'm taking that energy and when and I'm I'm putting it towards when it's like when it's days when I'm doubting I'm doubting myself that this isn't good enough. I'm reminding myself that somebody likes it. You know what I mean? It'll resonate with somebody. And even if it doesn't, you still get that instant gratification for yourself by knowing that you put it out there. Yeah. Cause mm-hmm. you do I do feel good when I hit publish on a blog or mm-hmm. I put or I hit publish on a blog. Mm-hmm. I'd be like I'm proud of myself for mad reasons. For one, that I follow through with it, that I follow through with it. The fact that like I allow myself to, you know, I allow other people to be in my space. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Cause all that shit is hard for me. It's super hard for me. So it's like there mo- there's small moments of celebrations that like it's like you use like the the gratitude and the compliments to right. kind of like push yourself to finish, but then when you do finish, you know that you finish for yourself, mm. if that makes sense. Uh-huh. So you use the other people's compliments and, and gratitude and shit as the gas, but like you know you finished the race by yourself Absolutely. and you know you won the race by yourself. Absolutely. And that's the rewarding part, right? Because like especially putting on an event, I was telling people that night, hey, I can't wait till 9 p.m. Because it, it, <laughs> it, the buildup, there's so much buildup. It's are, is the is the venue going to be okay? You know, uh, is the DJ going to get here on time? Is everybody going to be on time? Is everything going to be set up? Is there going to be any problems and stuff like that? And then afterwards, just or during, just seeing everybody have fun. Uh, one of my one of my friends from college showed up and was like, "Yo, why haven't you told me about this before? Like this shit is dope. Like I'm at the next one." I had people tell me afterwards, like, "Hey." Tell me when the next one is, so because I'm coming. Like for, and that's the rewarding part. Because like, even after it's over, it's still in people's minds. It's like when we put out these podcasts. Like, I still got people hit me up from episode like 26, 27. You know, when we was talking about other dumb shit and canceling R. Kelly then, and <laughs> and they're like, yo, like you know, this really stuck with me, and right. and and wanting to go back and forth. We still got people liking old posts, and I'm like. Yo, you this know, is this is different. I'm gonna cut you off because I'm gonna be real with y'all. I needed this shit today, like on a personal level, because I was coming here today not knowing if I still wanted to do this, mm. and I needed this conversation mm. today. And this wasn't what it was supposed to be about. So I really appreciate y'all more than like, and I low key feel a little bit emotional because like the past two weeks I've really been feeling like. You know that like root yeah. like kind of down, not even for like no reason though, because yeah. everything is going just fine for me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's like, like I I've really been like battling with like if I still wanted to do it, like I didn't feel like I had it in me. I I say every I say it to everybody, doing this is is therapeutic to me. Not to say that I'm battling with a bunch of shit, but every time I can sit in front of y'all and just talk. Like, you know, I, I got my girl. She she listens to everything I got to say. But some, something about talking to y'all, it just makes me feel You know what it inside. is for me? Because y'all are two people, and I'm being 100% honest, that I will probably never hang out with. Like, on a... And I, that, <laughs> Yo, fuck like, you and too, that, dog. No, but, like, I, and that, but the relationship... I'm being honest yeah. because it's like, I go to things that I gravitate towards, 
I probably would have never gone yep. to a Duce for days because for one, I don't even drink like that. And then me being there and seeing and and like seeing, you know, the people there and stuff like that. Like I just know that that's something that that's naturally nice. I wouldn't have that's gravitated. Yep. I, and naturally, you know, it wasn't. It just wasn't something that I thought I, that I felt like I would have ever done. Right. So like people are placed in your life like for a reason, right? Because even now, like outside of the like outside of the podcast, we don't genuinely like hang out or mm-hmm. whatever. So we we get together this one like once a week or whatever, right? And it's like it's like that was another reason why I didn't know if I wanted to continue to do this because it was like, what do we have in common? Right. Mm-hmm. But I think that's why it makes sense because we don't hang out on it you know mm-hmm. like all three of us we don't hang out on on anything outside of this we come in here with our own individual ideas and and opinions and because because everyone is so different and i think that's that's probably why i needed this and that mm-hmm. you know that was one of the reasons why i didn't come last week mm-hmm. because i was like i don't know like i don't because it was like if i'm gonna have to be like on some like in a spotlight type shit, like <laughs> like y'all don't understand. Like when I go to parties and I know, even if it's a party where I know like everybody in the room as opposed to nobody in the room, I still don't get in the camera. Like you know when camera people come around and they be like, get in the picture, no matter how pretty I'm feeling that day or whatever. Like mm-hmm. I be like, no, I'm good, I'm good. Like I don't take, I I'm so, and it's not me feeling like I'm better than anybody or like that's you anything like that. It's just like. I feel so fucking exposed when I'm like in people's pictures that like it's certain things when I can't control it, I can't be a part of it. So mm. like for a like a photographer that's been hired by like a venue or whatever, I can't control like your pictures or whatever. I can't control any I can't control how I'm posing or whatever. Like I just gotta be like, boop, okay, picture. Like when I can't control certain shit, like sometimes if it gets too overwhelming, like I shut down. That's always like that's always my go-to. And that's one thing that I've also been working on throughout 2018. But it's like, so it's like, of course it was like do say for days for me was something that I felt like people would look at my actions and judge me based off of somebody that I felt like I thought I was or wasn't. And I wasn't, and I wouldn't be able to defend myself. But then I had to let that go because it was like, yo, at the end of the day, that's just how I react to shit. Like Thanks. if I get too overwhelmed, I shut down. And then for me, that was like the put, like I got, I was like, yo, I gotta go. Like I, yeah. I was like, I'm getting like, now I'm starting to get a little bit anxious. You Anxiety know what I mean? I'm like, yo, I gotta go. So it Not was sure. like, I think all of that is happening like for a reason. Like I'm leaving out of here today in a better mood because I was not like out. Like I was like, I'm here for sure. And I'm going to carry out my obligation. I'm definitely good. But I was low key thinking about like, well, how long is the season going to last? Cause I think y'all might want to find somebody else for the next season <laughs> nah, type shit. <laughs> yeah. Like I was, I was almost at that point. But that's, but that's um, for me. It's it's interesting that we're having this conversation because every time we have these podcast episodes for me throughout the week, I've been having parts of our conversation with others. So like when you were saying uh, you were talking about like the char- uh, the character traits and you said like authentic and honesty, like mm-hmm. those are two of the words that I write that, like I wrote down because those are some of the words that I've been using more and more lately. And it, it goes back to like your character and your character, like really being authentic. And then for you to talk about like just 
everybody talk about being comfortable, you know, getting getting used to doing things like we're not used to and we're not comfortable doing. And the great thing about all that is you're still allowed to be you. I'm still allowed right. to be me. Right. And I'm sitting there when I was younger, you know, I always my how I check myself is yo uh, make young Dathan proud. Like what would you what would young Dathan look up to you and follow you? Mm-hmm. And now I can honestly say yes because I'm I'm living me and I'm okay with with who I am and and moving forward rather than just always shutting myself down because I'm <laughs> I there were instances like months ago you know where I was just like yo I I, I can't even answer text messages everything's on uh, do not disturb like I need to zone in I need to lock in but in reality. My locking in was me checking myself like, yo, like you're here now. It, it, you don't have to change for anybody because I, I felt like I needed to change. You all we, we always go back and when you reevaluate, you always point out the things that you need to change or you need to improve. Instead of really embracing the things that are going exactly. good for you. Yeah. You got to you gotta recognize like who you are. And like, it's, it's, it's funny it's that important. you say um, how how you get the reminder when you go back and you, and you look at your old self and you act like your younger self, like if your younger self would be proud of you today, what, what makes me go in a more positive direction is actually looking back is reminding myself that I don't ever want to look back mm. and and cringe at any of the decisions that I made mm. or how I look. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's kind of like the opposite of you where you kind of look back and have your younger self look at your present self and be like, would would that person would that child be proud of me? Yeah. Where I'm I'm looking at my older self looking back at my current self yeah. and I'm like, ugh, I shouldn't have did that or ugh, I wish I would have did that or something so, like that. So I kicked some dope shit. I, I was talking to one of the owners of the 16 Bar Store. Shout out to 16 Bar Store in Columbia, Maryland. Get over there, get the clothes, get the fits. They got everything. Um, and I was just having a conversation with her and you just reminded me, I, I kicked some dope shit. When it comes to me looking back on situations right and because she had triggered me she said like when she was growing up she was hanging around like the wrong crowd and and people always say that like you know i made bad decisions i was hanging around the wrong crowd i was making the the wrong decisions and and different things like that i hate hearing people say they was hanging around the wrong crowd because i I hung around a lot of holes when i was a virgin (laughs) and that did not change me well 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 that but but that but that's the thing like uh the 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 saying is like you are the company you keep, mm-hmm. and I don't I don't believe that. So I told her I was like, you know, and and this is me in the moment just coming up with. It. I was like, you know what, I don't I don't believe it was the wrong crowd. I don't believe it was the wrong situation. The situation is on for for me, and it, it was interesting. She said something about God earlier, and it not being her number one. So two things, when it comes to like wrong decisions and stuff, I don't think God will ever put you in a situation that you're not equipped to handle. You know, God, for me, God is pure love. So God will always set you up for success. You as a person have to believe in yourself and realize that you have the power to succeed. Oftentimes we take ourselves out of the we take ourselves off the right path we because we second guess and we allow those insecurities to then control our responses. So I told her, I was like, look, um, I don't think it was a wrong situation. Um, I don't think you were hanging around the wrong people. I don't think you were hanging around the wrong crowd. What I do think is that 
you know, no situation is wrong unless you don't learn the lesson or you don't understand the reason right. why you were there. Yep. That's the only way it's wrong because then you would be put back in that situation again and then you'll be forced to relearn it again and and again and again and again. Why does this keep happening exactly. to me? Because you're not getting exactly. what you're supposed to get from exactly. it. Exactly. And that's in, that's with anything. It could be you could be hanging around the right group of people. You can be hanging around the quote unquote wrong group of people. Yep. But if you don't learn the lesson, then it's wrong. But if you do understand why you're there and understand like how to move forward, then it's always right for you because you won't you won't it's progress. That's that's what it is for me. And then I told I told a couple people lately, I was like, man. When it comes to situations now, I do. I used to do it for what a lot of people did. You know, whenever anything got tough, like if we were throwing like a do say for days, I would pray to God beforehand and be like, yo, like, God, I need your help. You know, I'm praying that this goes well. Please let this go well. Like, just, just watch over me as this is going on. And lately, what I've been doing, this has happened over the past couple of months, instead of praying beforehand, I'll pray afterwards mm -hmm. because now I'm not questioning like my, my, I, I felt like before I was questioning my belief in myself mm. and my, uh, ultimately my belief in God. Cause like, I know you got me here, but like watch over me a little bit more, like make, make sure this goes through like, please. Mm. But now it's like, nah, like you already did your part. You, you put me here and I'm going to do my due diligence and I'm a, I'm gonna show you, like I, I'm, I'm gonna praise you by getting it done and by being successful. And then afterwards, I'll be like, thank you mm. for allowing me to, to see in myself that I'm great because you already, you already installed greatness in me. You already instilled greatness in me. So that's, that's what I'm, that's what I'm off now. And it's, it's, it's great. It's interesting that we're having this conversation now because I've been living that like over the past three weeks. You know how actually to piggyback off that. You know how I realized blessings come. Be thankful first, give, and then receive. Mm. And I realized that when you're thankful first, it like it means that you you've realized like what you have, mm -hmm. right? And then when you realize what you have, most of the time you realize you have an abundance of it. Right. And that you're at the point where you can actually give some of that shit away, right. right? So you give away and then you start receiving the things that are really, really meant for you. Right. You know what I mean? So, and I, I think I, I started learning that actually December 2017 when I made the decision to move out of my apartment because I've lived on my own. I'm 30 now and I've lived on my own since I was about 16. Um, six, Like 16-ish, I was living with like friends mm -hmm. kind of thing. Like their family kind of took me in. Um, but ultimately I started living on my own at 18. Um, and so I made the decision and I, I didn't, I didn't really tell too many people this because it was like something that I felt like I, every time I brought it up, I would have overly had to explain like the reason why I made this decision or whatever. Right. But, um, I made the decision actually in August because you got to give 60, 60 days notice to give up your <laughs> lease. But I did it in December when my lease was up or whatever. But I made the decision to move out of my apartment. And I loved my apartment. But I made this the decision to move out of my apartment and into um, my relative's house because I was stuck in a monotonous place. And I felt like I felt like that I wanted that I had a lot of creative energy in me. Somehow, some way, I didn't know what it, I didn't know what it was. I didn't know like how I'm how I was gonna release it. But I felt like 
I wasn't, I was no longer in a space where I can even, I could even channel it. And I was getting frustrated where I felt like I had a lot of ideas, but like no ways of of executing it Mm -hmm. or whatever. Right. So I was like, in order for me to get out of, to, to kind of figure this out, I need to just in my day-to-day routine. And I was, and I made the decision to move out of my apartment because I was like, in 2018, I'm going to move. Like I'm going to have, or I'm going to have some type of drastic change happen for me in my life to where I could like refocus my energy or whatever and kind of release whatever creativity I had. So I just knew that like this year I was going to move to like anywhere. Like people was like, well, like the little bit of people that knew, they was like, well, where are you going to move to? I was like, I don't know. I'm just going to kind of travel and like continue to travel and, and feel like and, and gather up the feelings that I like to feel when I visit somewhere and figure out what place will give me most of those feelings, right? right? And I was like, so it could be anywhere from like Colorado to like fucking California, Texas, Florida. Like, I was like, I just don't know. And so like, you know, long story short, I'm glad that I made that sacrifice, though it was hard as shit in December. Like, I legitimately had anxiety the first because i moved out of my apartment december 19th so i had like a lot of anxiety leading up to december 19th um i cried the day before i moved and i cried the day that i moved and i never cried especially not over shit like that but like i felt like a part of me was giving up on myself because you think like if i gotta move back home quote unquote then i'm not doing something right especially the fact that i've been on my own for over 10 years right so it was like, I had to keep reminding my, myself that I wasn't giving up, but like that I was like figuring it out. And I legitimately needed that space to figure it out, right? But like, I was going into this into this move like, oh, I'm going to hate it there. Like, I won't have my own space. I can't cook when I want to because I cook almost every night. I can't cook when I want to. They got a dog. That dog bark a lot. Like, you know what I mean? I had all of this, like, I was putting more anxiety on myself. And then I took myself on vacation. My best friend and I, we went to Fort Lauderdale um, for Christmas last year. And like Fort, like legitimately Fort Lauderdale did not go to Miami, like stayed and hung out in Fort Lauderdale. What's in Fort Lauderdale? Nothing. Right. But it was everything that I needed because it was like we got away from like all of like the pressure of like Christmas and, you know, me thinking about my move and how my next year is going to be and how much I hate it. And it was like by me just letting go of all my of like the response, like doing what I needed to do responsibly. Like I moved successfully and all that. But like me getting away, I was able to like re-energize. I call it R and R now. So it's my annual thing that I do for myself. And it's not um, what is it, rest and relaxation. Mm-hmm. It's for me, it's reflect and re-energize right. because it's like um that trip like hit a switch for me almost to where I had an epiphany of like, instead of me saying like, Oh my God, I'm not going to be in my own space. Like I'm going to hate it. Like I might, I'm going to have to give myself a curfew cause I don't want to be disrespectful going into that house. You know what I mean? I'm not going to be able to have company instead of me keep feeding myself all those negative things. I was like, yo, I'm mad grateful that I even have somebody in my life that's willing to allow me to be at their house for a year. Like, I'm mad grateful that I have this time. Like, I'm proud of myself for recognizing that I, this is something that I need to do. And I lied to you not, as soon as I started, like, putting those things in my lap as opposed to, like, the anxious things in my lap, my whole life changed. Like, that, like... So many things, like so many different doors opened up, like 
like I was just so much lighter. Like I didn't have like I don't think I didn't have like the like the seasonal depression. That shit ended mad like yeah. on my during my vacation. That shit like went away. And that's why I was like, I was like, you know, things are going so good for me this year. I probably don't even need to get away because my circumstances are different. And then I felt it settling in because at the end of the day, society and the pressures from society are all still real. Like mm-hmm. you still have mm-hmm. to go to work every day. You still have to show up for people. You know what I mean? And so when I when I felt it crashing in, I was like, nope, I'm taking R and R. And then you know, I booked my trip for for Christmas, mm-hmm. and I was like, and now I'm like super looking forward and. Unfortunately, my best friend can't go this time, but I'm going by myself because I really feel like I need it. And I'm like, I'm looking forward to it. I'm like, I can't wait to reflect. And like, I can't wait to beat myself up over all of the things that I wish I would have did. But I also can't wait to pra- to praise myself. You know what I mean? And, and just kind of like organize how I, how I want 2019 to be because I feel like I've never been the one for New Year's resolutions or goals or no shit nah, like they that. Start today. And that's not, but that's not to say that I still need to quote unquote be that person. Right. But I, I do now have an image for for shit that I want. Where before I was like, I'm just taking this shit day by day. By day. day but now I see shit for myself. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And that's major. So it's like instead of, I mean, I can call it a goal, but it's like now that I'm seeing things for myself, I'm putting it in order. Like I'm, I'm planning, I'm building those steps to like at least figuring it out. Even if I don't obtain it, it's like I'm figuring it out how to obtain it. You will you will. And I'm also it's not even like I'm not I'm not about to work myself to death. I'm also gonna enjoy the journey that it takes me on. And I think that's the biggest thing that I learned. Yeah. You know what I mean? Is to not only figure out like what you need to do to get where you need to be, but how you need how you need to enjoy the process and trust it and under and get, you know, the lessons and 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 everything that you are supposed to get from the entire journey, because really, it's not real. It's not overly about the outcome. It's about how you lived getting there, yep. get in there right? Because, so, because, and man, I just had this conversation. The outcome, when you get there, it doesn't matter how long it took you to get there. Right? People were going to celebrate you regardless. But what they are going to want to hear is how you got Story. there. Right. And that's why people listen to us. That's what people relate to because they're like, well, shit, you did a podcast. You do a podcast. How did you start a podcast? That's the first question I hear. You know, what, how do you come up with the topics you talk about? You know what? What did you do? How do you do this? Like, that's. This is a downfall of social media because social media only sees the quote unquote outcome or what we want people to think is the outcome. So, like, we want you to think that we're happy all the time. So we post a picture of us smiling. Mm-hmm. We want you to think that like we got all this money or whatever. So we post a picture of me behind a Mercedes Benz that's not mine. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, but it's like, and that's how that's how so many people that follow certain influence or whatever get so misconstrued because it's like they're showing you what they want you to see, but they're not giving you the process. And the pe- I'd rather give you my process oh, absolutely. and see and let you see like what I'm doing to try to get to where I'm trying and to that, be. And that's honestly what people want. People want the process. Nah, uh, all people see is the highlight reel. They they see the they highlight see me, reel. They see but, me dropping forty. Yeah. They see me dropping fifty. But they don't see the hours that I put into the gym. That's a fact. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I, I feel like everyone in this room, we're finding what we want to do, and we're constantly in the gym. We're shooting. We're putting yeah. up reps. You know what I mean? You you struggle through the CPA. A nigga broke his wrist. You know what I mean? All types. All of shit. All types of shit. You was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you was, you know, you've been doing the culture thing for a while. You've been setting up for your blogs, vlogs, and all of that. Like, yeah. 
it takes time and it's hard to find that time. But if it's something that you love and something that you're but passionate about. But you definitely about, have to keep reminding yourself that it takes time. Absolutely. I beat myself up all the time so, about editing. And, and you know, I'm sure you do, too, because you edit all of the all of the uh, podcasts. And it's like you listen to you listen to your to our shit and you're like, damn, I wish I could have tried chopped this and then transition this better. And you listen to somebody else's shit. And you're like, yo, that shit is smooth. Yeah, right. Yeah. And it's the same thing. It's like. I'm looking at my vlogs and I'm like, oh, I just wish something. I don't know what it needs, but it just needs this. And you look at somebody else's and you're like, God damn, this shit is seamless. Not knowing that they had this shit since 2001. Absolutely. And their first couple videos was fucking trash. And and your first video shits on like their first video. Mm -hmm. And it's not to compare yourself, but it's like you definitely have to remind yourself that it takes time. Absolutely not. Nobody comes out the womb running. You know what I mean? Like it took, we like I said, we've been doing this since August 2017. It's it took us that long. To, I feel like we're just now finding like a nice groove, a nice rhythm, and we still work through our kinks. But that's a years, a year plus worth of work, and that's that's incredible growth. That is incredible growth. Just to find yourself being consistent with something for a year. That's you, you incredible. You fucking clap it up every time because niggas pick up something and after five episodes, they stop doing it. Or after a week, it's like, I'm good off of it. But to find yourself doing this since August of 2017 and we have so much further to grow, yeah. I feel like that's why we always got to like, remember we had, um, I think when Sky was on here, she was talking about celebrating the small victories, mm-hmm. right? So now you took time. Okay, episode twenty, clap it up. Oh shit, we made it twenty five. Shout out to us. Yeah. You know, episode fifty is coming up. Like that's a milestone yeah. for us. Like in your in your stuff. Okay, motherfuckers got twelve hundred followers or some shit. Twelve hundred plus sold a hundred fifty ticket. Like you have to you have to take those small victories and be and find times wild. to say you know what I did I did that. And I feel like over the course of my life, like I never really took time to do that. And, you know, ending out the year strong the way that we are now, man, like I can look back and really reflect like, yo, we got a lot fucking accomplished. There was times where me and you was like, yo, we don't know what we about to do. You know, we have no idea. what. Let's just try some shit. So we would try out this person and that person. And, you know, we talk about how me and you, were, me and you, man, we met off happenstance. Like. Off the random, in a random ass fucking concert with a bunch of random kids. And we just start <laughs> kicking it because me and you, we had um some a lot of, like, not a lot, but we had a good amount of mutual friends that we just started talking about. And our relationships grew from there. I met you off chance. I wasn't even supposed to be at that training. Which one? The, where I met you at. Hey, do, do you? Yeah. Oh, I wasn't supposed to be there. No. Oh, shit. Well. <laughs> my, man, my senior manager, she, um, she approved it like the very very last minute for me to go damn so if i never would have went mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying shit if you were never off last week <laughs> or who, two weeks ago yeah. who knows you know what i mean mm-hmm. like the, the small things and the small wins man you just gotta take time to celebrate that and you know i don't feel like anything happens randomly like everything happens for a purpose everything happens for a reason and you have to take advantage of that you create the outcome like people Absolutely. for me i I believe this in myself and I hope a lot of other people will start to believe this. Like you create everything for yourself. You create the opportunity. There, there's chance, there's luck, but in order for that stuff to happen, you still have to be present. Like it, it's not by chance that we were able to find a venue in two days because Geechee knew hella people. And he he knew hella people he could rely on. And because of his reputation, because of his character, we were able to get there. Like, it's not by chance that we're having a successful podcast. Like, you got to put in the work. That's as simple as that. And then, 
shit. The the good thing is, is me, I listen back to the episodes and I get that feeling of excitement again. I get hyped. Like literally every day, I get hyped over something. Like I'll text niggas randomly, be like, yo, let's get it. Like, like I'm hyped as <laughs> shit because there are Yeah, I be wondering why you be texting us in the morning, like, good morning. <laughs> I be like, what the fuck is he so happy about? Because like sometimes, like <laughs> sometimes, like I'll I'll have those moments during the process where I'll be like, Am I failing? Am I am I going back? Am I falling again? Mm. Right? You're you're questioning all of that. And then now because of my growth, like I understand that that's natural. You know, that that you're going to question yourself. You're going to feel bad about certain things, but it's your response. Like get the fuck up. Mm. No matter what you feel, I can feel scared, I'm going to move forward. I can I can feel happy, I'm going to move forward. You're not going to stop me. It's I, we can argue. Well, guess what? We're still going to get to where we need to get to. Like I'm gonna the move only, forward. The scariest thing for me is literally this is my biggest fear is the fact that nothing goes away in the in the age of social Facts. media. You know what I mean? And that's the that's just the hardest pill to swallow is that literally nothing goes away. So like you could have the biggest fuck up of your life and be constantly reminded of it if somebody caught that shit on social social media or, like, if it's just put out there, like, on the internet or whatever. That's my biggest fear. And I don't... It's not something that I think about often, Mm -hmm. but it is definitely, like, something that arises that, like, you... You could possibly be taunted for the rest of your life. You know, your one biggest... Your biggest vulnerable moment that Mm -hmm. didn't go right or something like that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it's, like... To kind of keep reminding people that, like, just because you hear it, like, you hear it on the latest technology does not, does not mean that we are that technology. Like, it doesn't mean that we yeah. are not, you know, literally going through shit as we sit here record just because you're listening on, like, Bluetooth speakers or some shit like that. I you mean, know what I mean? Yeah. Geechee said it the last episode. Society has a difficult time allowing people to grow, allowing people to change, and accepting that. Like, it, it's it's annoying because everyone talks about the good, and then they reflect the bad. Like, they, they always want to bring the up— The good don't never get dwelled on. It that doesn't. bad? Yeah, nigga, that bad. I'm saying. They going to bring that shit up for All forever. the time. Exactly. And especially because we're, we're growing up in the era. Like, we're the ones that are learning how Twitter could affect you 10 years. Like, dog, in tw- 20, you know, 2007 or eight when niggas were jumping on Twitter, dog, I'm telling you right now. I, tweets, was, I tweets, was going off. Tweets was hella reckless, you right? Know, UMD after dark, black Twitter, all that shit. But we're now, in, in 2018, we're now seeing what social media can do to your career. Everybody snitches. But what I will say about this podcast, I feel like when we do talk about our personal lives, we do it in a very responsible way. I don't yeah. think any of us have gotten up here and said anything reckless. Yeah. You know, there's nothing that I know for a fact. There's not, first of all, there's nothing y'all can cancel me about. Yeah. I'm not afraid of that shit. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I live in my truth. And I feel like every person in this room does as well. We're very responsible with the things that we say. You know, we make sure that we don't get up here and be offensive to anybody. You know, we don't come up here and say, you know, throw out a bunch of slurs or whatever the case may be. But I do want to talk about something. We are outfit 17 and I do want to touch on this right quick. There was a comment that uh, somebody left. And sh- shout out to who this person was. I think her, the screen name is Nola1089 or something like that. She left a comment on our um, iTunes. on our iTunes rating, and she said, 
Um, I, I don't even have it in front of me, so I can't say it word for word. But she says something along the lines of, this is my first time listening to the podcast. But when they started talk, when one of the hosts started. I can tell you what she said. Oh, can you read it to me? Yeah. She said. As long as this, we keep our five stars, I'm good. But it, it was a comment. Yeah. Well, she she threw us a one star, but. She did? Oh, yeah, shit. Wait, because I was about to read the comment that it wasn't it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, never mind. I can't tell you what she said anymore. Yeah, you got it? <laughs> I can pull it up. Bear with us. Bear with us. We get the comment up because I don't. Because I just read I, it and then I guess iTunes was like, all right, enough of that shit. Because now it ain't nothing but good ratings. Oh, they they took it down? Ooh. I guess so. Because it's not on. I literally only see two ratings. Two, uh, no, that's more than two I comments. mean, two comments. Nah, that's it's definitely. I know because I read them. Yeah, that's weird. But they got it. They, they took away the, the one star rating and it's only two up there now. I oh, literally that. just read it when oh, I was sitting crazy. here. Well, anyways, continue on. Oh, that's wild. Oh, no, I see mine. Is, it has it right here. I see it. Hmm. All right, so we still got our five stars, by the way. But it yeah. says right here, it was good until dot, dot, dot. This is from Nola1089. She left this on Thursday. It said, this is my first time listening to the podcast, and it was good until I heard some of the statements made around homophobia amongst the black community. It was extremely problem- an extremely problematic segment and made me cringe. Now, first and foremost, I always encourage everybody to rate, review, subscribe, and I'm never, ever, ever backing down from anything I say, but I'd much rather it be a conversation. If there was something that you said, if something I said that you didn't like, please hit me up. I would love to hear your opinion and I will respond back. You know, it doesn't have to be a heated debate, but if I said something that you think was problematic, you know, jump in my, jump in my DMs, jump in one of my comments. Like we could talk about it, but you know, to leave that on a, on an iTunes comment and I saw it and my heart started racing. Cause I was like, man, what the hell did I say? And I listened back to what I said last week. And I don't think that I said anything offensive. I'm not going to you know revisit what I said. I don't think anything that I said was homophobic or problematic, but if you do feel that way, please hit me up. I will gladly talk to you. I'll give you my phone number. We can talk over the phone, whatever the case may be. So this goes back to what we were saying earlier, like the things that you throw out there, they're here for forever, you know? And like, when I see a comment like that, it makes me questioning like, damn, what did I say? How did I offend somebody? And that's always been, even though I say I'm not afraid of being canceled, but I don't want to offend anybody. You know what I mean? I don't want to make anybody feel uncomfortable. And, you know, to read a comment like that, it definitely made me nervous. And it, it just reminded me that Every time we step in front of one of these mics, people are, are actually listening. They might not be listening to understand. They might be listening to respond, but they're still listening. Um, so I just personally want to say I apologize if I made you uncomfortable by what I said. Um, but hit me up, man. Nola1089, whoever you are, please hit me up and, and we can definitely talk about it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, I feel like you shouldn't apologize. I, 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 I apologize if I made you feel uncomfortable about what I and, said. And that's the important thing. You know what I mean? That's the important like, thing. I don't think that I said anything. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's when, <laughs> with anything, right? You're not going to fully satisfy everyone, right. especially in 
different things like this, especially when we get into sensitive topics. Mm-hmm. We, we can talk about homophobia. Uh, what was I talking about earlier? You, you can talk about relationships, um, you know, comments about like dating and stuff like that. I mean, I've, I've had people hit my DMs about like, oh, you, so, you know, you just, you like all girl, da, 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 the second, but, third. But, or, but when they hit you directly, you can have a conversation yeah. about yeah, it. When you leave true. it in a review, we yeah. can't have a conversation. You know yeah. what I mean? Now And that's there permanently. So now niggas are scrolling. They're like, oh, what did he say? Oh, I don't want to listen to these niggas. Like, that is what blows me about it. Because one, I didn't say anything homophobic. But when you, when you leave it on a comment or in a rating, that's permanent. That yeah. doesn't go on away. Yeah, that's true. It's such is life. That, yeah, that's... that's, that's <laughs> if Because I, I, feel, I feel like with me saying what I said about how I felt at Do Safe for Days... There still could be one person, mm. one person that was there and 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 listen to what I just said and was like, nah, fuck that. That bitch thinks she better than everybody. <laughs> or, Facts. you know, or it could have been like, Facts. wasn't nobody worried about that bitch. She Facts. just, you know what I mean? It's still like, it's not about them. It's not about you. It's about them. And it's it's about how they receive it. Like, everybody has different ears. And we had to, you, you know, we all have to learn that shit. Like, yeah. everybody has... I say it all the time. Perception is not what you put out. It's how people receive it. So, you know what I mean? It's like, it just is what it is. Like, sorry, baby girl, but... Miss one next fifteen one coming. Yeah. It's just a reminder that, you know, some of the things that we do hit on, you know, people... There, there's going to be a ne- negative always, feedback. Oh, and I've never been afraid of negativity. Mm-hmm. You know, I put myself out, put my voice out to the world, but... It's when the it's same on, thing when you go to a restaurant and they write on Yelp instead of asking to speak to the manager. <laughs> <niggas> trash <laughs> that joint. No, they be beating up. It's crazy because <laughs> even some spots that I go to that I love, I'll go to your Yelp. I'm like, yo, were y'all eating at the same spot? And that and, was? and the waitress asks you the entire time, how is How's your the food? service? Yeah. How's the service? And you're like, good. And then good, they wait. Good. And they wait and they go, uh, the waitress Maria, she was trash. Blah blah blah. Right. Yeah, instead of telling her, yeah. that's why I don't really be reading them reviews like that because I be like, most of the time. People only go well. Trigger. All of the time, it's only two people that's going call is that's going to write a review. People Somebody that, that like absolutely absolutely loved it and wasn't expecting the experience that they got, mm-hmm. or somebody that absolutely hated that's it and fact. didn't expect the experience that they got. So mm-hmm. it ain't gonna be like no regular nigga like people, that shit was all right. People get we just eat our food and right enjoy and be like, know, yeah, we we do it in the form of a tip. Like that <laughs> right, shit was right, good. Right, I'm yeah. tipping. You know what I mean? Or oh, that shit was bad. Now right. still doing it in the form exactly. of a tip. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Nah, there was people, a, uh, there was a Twitter thread that I saw a while ago, and it was talking about gentrification in the city, and they were showing how the Yelp reviews have been changing, and like some of like establishments that might be like on 8th Street or yeah. just more predominantly like black areas traditionally yeah. like white like white millennials leave comments like oh the food was great but the area was sketchy so I'm gonna leave it a two star like stuff like that oh, like, oh shit yeah yeah there was a whole thread like showing like different That's places that we've been wild. to and they'll say oh the, the atmosphere was just a little bit loud for my take for my liking and, oh wow and it, it, it's just funny to see man. it's just funny to see people, ratings, ratings are just that They're people ratings. are big and big and bold so yo Trigger fingers turn to Twitter fingers all day, That's man. Right. When you behind that screen, yeah. you, you you're gonna say whatever. I, I've seen people retweet, comment, you know, reply to different tweets, and I'm like, damn, if you saw that nigga in person, though, oh, you want to say that? Yeah, yeah. that's that's, that's wild. So like. Oh, you know, try to be consistent. It's a good episode, man. I, I really need it's a this. great episode. Y'all got bro. my, y'all got my, y'all got my, uh, my energy up. I done open up to y'all. Y'all got my fucking attention. Yeah, unfortunately, that whole episode just came from <laughs> from me being like, nah, nah yeah. I wasn't feeling that. <laughs> but, I'm, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep it real with you, man. 
it's been plenty of times between me and me and this nigga right here where we've said I don't want to do this shit no more. Yeah. It's been plenty of times like that. That's something that constantly happens, and it and something you record an episode and it's like you know what, I actually really enjoyed it. it it's not new. You're you're new to this seat, but I'm telling you right now, we've been doing this for, before you got here. It happens all the fucking time. We was about to quit this shit in November when we started in August. Yeah. Yo, several, several, Bruh, this shit, we had a conversation. Remember that conversation we had? We, niggas was just screaming on the phone. Yeah. Niggas was ready to wreck. It was like, nah, nigga, hang up, pull up <laughs> on me. Like, it, it, it happens. It happens. But then every week I'm constantly reminded that somebody's looking forward to hearing my voice. People are looking forward to hearing your voice. People are looking forward to hearing your voice. And you keep that in the back of your mind. And you just be cognizant of the things that we talk about in the subject or whatever the case may be. And, and just rock and roll. And, and for real, for real, we're creating something special. Like uh, just the the plans we got moving forward, and y'all y'all gonna hear about them soon, and y'all will be able to take take part in them. We we got some good things coming, and and that's the thing for me. The benefit of this all is it's just the start. You know, th- this is just the the beginning, the foundation of being able to big uh, build on something greater. So. Hey man, catch me in Amsterdam on Thursdays. You know what I mean? Oh shit! We in that shit. Look for my, uh, you know, look for the the feet. You know what I mean? I'm in that joint. Hey, all right, man. Look, one thirty in. This was a great episode. I really appreciate y'all y'all pulling up for another week of part of my bullshit yes, podcast. Sir. Do we have any PMBs for the week? I I don't have no PMB. Rachel said if she hear you talking know, about your I car know. one more time, I, yo, she's yo, gonna Oh my god, that's hilarious. I know. I was about to. I was like, <laughs> I was about to bring comment? it up. I was about to say. She commented on the on the joint and said, I was, "If I hear this nigga talk about yeah, the car one more time, I was about to say, I ain't, I ain't gonna talk about my car no more, Rachel. You got your wish, man. But <laughs> hey, yo, just make sure y'all get out here and, and get these Christmas gifts and and show love and don't do anything stupid over the holidays for for real. For I just want to tell y'all that I got my registration. Um, situated, and I paid those two tickets. Good. So damn, dog, stop speeding. No, the, the tickets that I got in the uh Greenbelt parking oh, lot. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, because oh, yeah. I was going um contest them, but I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna just pay them and get them out of my face. One part of my bullshit goes out to MPD. I don't know if I told you I got pulled over. <laughs> oh yeah, the night before the event. <laughs> So this nigga was over there on, is on uh, uh, right around RFK. It was like, I think that's Independence Avenue, man. I actually got pulled over for speeding in DC, which never happens. These niggas don't pull over nobody. Nobody for speeding. For speeding. He pulled me over for speeding. He said I was going 35 and 36 and a 25, and we got into it. We they, was going back and forth. They always hit you with that shit. So we we got into it to the point where Rachel was like, man, just go ahead and take the ticket and go because the shit the 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 testosterone was just going bro yeah. me and him was like, I was like yo a nigga just got shot on my girl block like you know what I mean like go up there like what are y'all what are you doing here pulling niggas Damn. over he like what, what are you trying to say oh. so I was like you know what let me get that ticket dog I took that shit <laughs> I kept him a hundred dollar ticket uh, for damn for, yeah. you gonna take it to court I'm gonna contest it and buy myself buy myself some time. So one thing, if you get a ticket in DC, regardless of what it is, always contest. Yeah. Don't rush to go give these niggas your money. Contest it or buy yourself about two, three more months, and then go ahead and pay the ticket. But don't rush to go give it to yeah. these niggas. You have the right to do it to appeal it. You don't have to go to court. You just go online, do the fill, little joint, yeah, and keep it pushing. In the city, they've collected. You know, I think yeah. last year it was like some stupid hundreds of millions of dollars on on tickets. And if you actually do the studies, you see that most of the cameras are on or in um, black neighborhoods. Yeah, the vast majority they're preying on people that are in poverty to 
So fuck them. Fuck the system. Fuck all of that. But like I said, if you get a ticket, contest it. Keep it pushing. Uh, shout out to the officer. I don't forget what his name is. I'm glad he didn't pull me out the car. You know what I'm saying? I had some things. <laughs> I had some shit in there. So it would have been, been a bad night. So shit. Sure. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's my bullshit for me. Y'all got a vibe today? Um, you know what? I really fuck with this Gucci song. Um, You're a Baltimore ass nigga. <laughs> no, I'm going to tell you. I really fuck with it because um, Wake Up in the Sky. Because okay. on the on the uh Wait, hook, is that that shit with Bruno Bruno yes. Bruno Mars? And that's why I fuck with it because on the hook you would expect it to be like Sway Lee or maybe even Miguel. Definitely gives gives you Miguel, but then when you realize that it's Bruno Mars and Bruno Mars fucking produced it, Gucci, Gucci didn't came along. I was way. like, that's yo, that, that so that that reasoning is what makes me I really like the um, really really like the song, but. Or, yeah, shout out to I'm Juicy. fucking with Wake Up in the Sky. Gucci man, Wake Up in the Sky. Shout out to that nigga Juicy J for being six hundred million dollars richer. For, I saw that. For that's, that's, sell, that's selling nice. the core water. Black excellence, man. Black shout out to him. Uh, All right, man, we out. Bands make it damn. I drink till I'm drunk, yeah. smoke till I'm high, yeah. castle on the hill, wake up in the sky, you can't tell me I ain't fly, you can't tell me I ain't fly, I know I'm super fly, I know, I know I'm super fly, the ladies love luxury, that's why they all fuck with me, out here with the moves, like I invented smooth, you can't tell me I ain't fly, you can't tell me I ain't fly, I know I'm super fly, I know I'm super fly, Drop the top and take a selfie, my car drives itself I got white girls blushing, homie, college girls rushing on me All my diamonds custom, so they clutching and they touching on me Ooh, think it's vegetables, ooh, think it's edible, ooh, it's incredible, ooh, ooh, ooh I smell like fun, number nine, nine, section full of fine dimes Bitches staring at me saying, wow Drink till I'm drunk, smoke till I'm high, castle on the hill, wake up in the sky, you can't tell me I ain't fly, I know I'm super fly, I know I'm super fly, the ladies love luxury, that's why they all fuck with me, out here with the moves, like I invented smooth, you can't tell me I ain't fly, I know I'm super fly, I know I'm super fly, now watch me fly. I'm on Adderall, I be smelling high tech when I piss Like it's basketball, I drop 50 pointer on my wrist It's LaCole that take a pick, I came home and drop the hit All these diamonds got me sick, I'm Mac and Spoda Cut this in high, I feel like I can fly So first it up, it's crazy, feel like I can die